Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to map out your marketing funnel. So Neil, what the heck does that mean exactly? Yeah, so a, a marketing funnel is the steps someone takes uh, when they're going through your whole website, right? So think of a funnel as in someone could go to your homepage, then from your homepage, they check out your product. If they like their product, they add it to their cart, then they go through the checkout process, they put in their name, email, they register, and then they complete the purchase, right? That's the example of a funnel. But what happens if someone adds something to their cart and doesn't buy, right? They don't complete the checkout. What happens if someone views your pricing page and they don't add something to the cart? What happens if someone registers for a webinar, they watch something, but they don't buy whatever you're selling them, right? The possibilities are endless depending on your business type. What a marketing funnel is, is it's creating all the scenarios that a user can go through before they buy. All the way from how you get someone to your website to the purchase. And there's different avenues people can take because not everyone goes through a website in which most people design it for. Most people design a website for, you come to my website and you buy something. That's not always the case. So you have to think about the scenarios. Well, once if they're not ready to buy, once if they have some objections, some questions that they need answered. When you're creating a marketing funnel, the first thing that you need to do is list out every single possible scenario that someone could end up going through before they decide that I'm ready to buy. A tool that can help you, I mean, obviously, I think you're going to want to map this out through, you can use perhaps a spreadsheet. Um, ideally, it'd probably be a spreadsheet or you can use a Google Doc initially, but you're going to have to have some kind of visual aspect with it as well. So I recommend using a flow charting tool. You can use a tool like Gliffy. That's G-L-I, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, Y as in yo-yo. So gliffy.com, check that out. And um, in some cases, some people like doing mind maps. You can use mindmeister.com. That's M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. Don't worry, it'll be in the show notes. Mindmeister.com and gliffy.com. You're going to want to map this out. And then if you're confused as to how you want to map this out, um, I highly recommend Googling uh, autopilot lead nurturing sequence. So autopilot is a company that basically put together uh, a funnel, a lead nurturing sequence, Um, and basically what they're able to do is increase their um, MRR, their monthly recurring revenue, by $30,000 just by adjusting their nurture sequence. So it basically will give you a map on how they went about setting it up, and I do recommend taking a look at that. And if you want more education around this, you can go to YouTube, check out Frank Kern, 
Um, Frank Kern talks about contingencies. You do want to make sure that you're setting up contingencies. So if somebody has behaved a certain way, uh, let's say they've added something to the cart, but they did not purchase, they should be messaged differently, right? Every single person um, is different and there's different behaviors and you need to map all of that out first um, before you start doing uh, this, this flow chart stuff. But I think more importantly, one thing that you know, we're trying to adjust right now for, for our funnel, um, you know, we had something basic built out. What we're trying to do now is to make sure that we're tailoring the message correctly to the right people. So, you know, we can't just ask them directly to, you know, come to a free consultation if they don't know us, right? We're just basically asking them to, to spend time with us, right? Um, ideally, you know, we give them something first, um, and then if, if they actually show interest in it, let's say we send them to a blog post first, um, and then we retarget them back to an ebook, and then we send them to a webinar or a free consultation, that makes more sense, right? It's more sequential, right? It has to make sense because, you know, Neil always likes to talk about you can't ask somebody, you can't ask somebody out, you know, instantly, or you can't ask somebody to marry you instantly. That's never going to work, right? You have to have a, a logical sequence where you're giving, you're, you know, you're asking somebody out on a date first, and then you're taking it one step further, you're taking it one step further. And that's something for us, you know, we we're very aggressive initially, where we're pushing people to, um, we're pushing people to, to an offer like directly. And a lot of people try to do that. They're just trying to push them to, um, you know, marriage instantly. And that's not going to work. Yeah, the other thing you have to keep in mind is your funnel should be never ending in which it keeps going and going pretty much forever, right? So once someone buys, can you upsell or downsell them, right? Um, like Eric mentioned, we were just talking about marriage. If you get someone to buy something, it's much easier to get them to do more, right? It's like once someone's married, you can ask them to do things that are much more personal or uh, – things that they wouldn't do if you just knew a random stranger. Same thing with your buyer group. The people who buy from you once, they're much more likely to buy from you again or tell other people on how amazing you are if you just ask them these little things. So your funnel shouldn't end. And the key before creating any funnel, everyone thinks it's the copy. It's not the copy. It's the planning of the sequence. So before you start using any marketing automation tool like Infusionsoft, HubSpot, Marketo, etc., or Drip, make sure you plan out Every single scenario, all the way from how to get someone to your site, all the way to how to get them to buy, right? And even things like capturing the emails, etc. And then when you have a funnel and you're planning it out, you can then look at the numbers in your analytics, figure out where people are dropping off to figure out what steps you need to improve. But the first and the most important part is just planning it out and making your funnel thorough. And then from there, you can then tweak and adjust. Awesome. And the final thing I want to add is a lot of people are taking advantage of, of Facebook right now. You can basically make your funnel, uh, you can align your funnel internally with your Facebook ads funnel too. So you should ideally be creating a Facebook ads funnel too that uh, can focus on different behaviors people are taking on the site. So for example, Facebook's getting a lot better now where, for example, if somebody has visited or somebody visits your page, well, they can be sent uh, specific messages through Facebook Messenger. And also at the same time, if people are have, you know, you can target people based on top 5%, top 10%, top 15%, or how many pages that, that they visited, you can get a lot more granular with Facebook now. So you can tailor your funnel. Um, when you're doing your funnel, also think about what kind of ad funnel you might be setting up as well. That way, like, let's say they leave your website, well, they're being sent consistent messaging across Facebook as well, and also other channels. Neil, anything else to add before we hop off? Yeah, uh, mentioning Facebook, so... We do a lot of Facebook campaigns. Uh, I've been messing around a lot with YouTube lately. And the thing to keep in mind is when you're creating a funnel, remember these traffic channels are different from each other. So on my end, I found that I make more money having a separate funnel for Facebook than I do for my normal Google traffic. Uh, same with my YouTube traffic, etc. So I have multiple funnels. And when you do that, you'll see your conversions going up. 
you don't want to just create a funnel for every scenario and just be like, all right, it's ready to go. Well, each traffic source, different type of visitors. And for that reason, you need to create a different funnel, let's say for Facebook versus Google organic or even Google pay. The reason being is when someone searches on Google, they have intent. When someone's on Facebook, they don't have as much buyer intent. That's it for today's episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.